What about that game that is it Pac-Man? The thing that's after you and it's gonna eat you. I feel like sometimes Tokyo will eat me alive if I'm not careful. <laughs> it's too many impressions at the same time. So I feel like the is it a ball and then you have the Pac-Man trying to eat you? What is it? I think it's like the yellow thing is Pac-Man yeah. eating all the balls. Or yeah. maybe you're one of the balls. I'm one of the balls, definitely. Hello, and welcome to Aliens and Moonbeams, a podcast about being foreign in Japan and other places too. In October, I attended the Tokyo International Film Festival, and so did Sandra. Hello, my name is Sandra, and I live here in Tokyo, and I work as a journalist. And Elizabeth. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I came to visit from Oslo, so uh, this is my first time in Tokyo. <laughs> we saw firsthand some pretty great films, and some of the makers behind them. We tried our best at being press, trying to earn the title and the passes around our necks, that not only gave us access to cool press conferences, a cute secret cafe lounge, but also to some great talks with each other about our experiences in Japan and our mutual fears and appreciation of getting swallowed by big cities. Let's call this episode, If Japan Were a Movie, I Would Be Swallowed by Pac-Man. As a rather busy resident of the Shibuya-Yoyogi-ish area, I have only ventured out to Roppongi a few times. That's where the film festival was, Roppongi Hills. On the way to my first screening, I took the wrong train by mistake and had to run to the theater in order to make it in time. Thankfully, I only missed the first 30 seconds of the film. But yes, I was that terribly awkward and rather loathsome person creeping along looking for an empty seat as the movie was going. I even coughed a couple of times. As an avid movie lover, I empathized with my surrounding compatriots and hated myself too. Sorry about that. The first film I saw was called Grain, a dystopian sci-fi-ish drama about a future society that has lost the ability to grow crops. I remember watching, trying to hold back my stubborn coughs, as the actor on the big black and white screen traveled through a rugged landscape. After four years of being in Japan, my old American habit of standing up as the movie finishes, having long since been squashed out of me, I remained in my seat after the credits rolled. And I'm glad I did, because a few minutes later, the actor I had just spent two hours and eight minutes going through a somewhat trippy emotional and spiritual journey with, walked into the theater, accompanied by the director himself and the co-producer. I should have been prepared for that. After all, I was at a film festival, but I wasn't. It was surreal, as if they had stepped out from behind the screen itself. It's such a political film and it's such a spiritual film. Afterwards, I saw the actor and the director outside the theater in the lobby, in a normal person public space. I wanted to introduce myself, ask them a million more questions, and maybe even take a selfie. But all I could say was, 
Thank you. Thank you very much. And then I escaped back to the secret lounge cafe area with free coffee and Wi-Fi. Of course, a little later on I saw them there too, but I kept to myself. When my new friends Sandra and Elizabeth returned from their own press screenings, I lamented to them the story of my lack of bravery and lack of journalistic grit. They both laughed and told me not to worry. Just email them later, they said. When the sun went down, the three of us took an elevator to the top of the viewing station. This is what we talked about. Can I say a music video? A drum and bass music video? That's what I connect Japan with. Yeah, it's too crazy to just have like a very traditional storyline. So <laughs> I, I, I prefer to compare Tokyo at least to a very crazy drum and bass music video. Like this, the soundscape is really special. It's like with all the slot machines. Like it, so, it sounds like being inside a Game Boy, uh, <laughs> old Game Boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a do 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 do. Like you know the Pokemon. Yeah. Like it, it is like, like actually in the Pokemon games, it's all these the same the same melodies and sounds that you hear and like everywhere in Tokyo. So. That kind of hit me. Um, but it's funny, like, my favorite movie is Lost in Translation. And so I can definitely relate to the Tokyo experience in that movie with the cultural differences. Or Total Recall. Like, yeah. everyone's so weird and you don't know who you're going to meet mm. and what their intentions are with you. Exactly. It's like a sci-fi film. You, you can see like how different women are portrayed when there's a male director and when there's a woman there. That's true. Um, it's like night and day. Yeah, it's night and day. Yeah, we saw one just now, the Tremble All You Want. That was directed by a woman. And I feel like... Uh, I felt like the heroine in the film was pretty strong and she took control over her fate and destiny. Well, the other films I've seen this week, Japanese films made by men, the woman was quite helpless and like just kind of like outside of the story, just like a prop to promote the story of the male character. It's not a Japanese thing necessarily, but I could see like the film we were watching now. Mm. It's, it was so like uplifting from female perspective yeah yeah we also saw a really great one directed by a man yesterday and that was also about a woman but it was like highlighting a lot of gender related problems I think not just in Japan actually like uh, was like about slut shaming and rumors and like fake news the hungry lion is the title of the film when you're, when you're around a lot of artistic films all day, you're kind of forced to be inspired. So I feel like I always wanted to make movies myself. Um, and now after the festival, I think I'm the, one of the first things I'm going to do is buy a camera. Uh, in terms of like goosebumps, The Hungry Lion was one of those yeah. films that gave me goosebumps. Like it didn't like not maybe in a like happy way, but it was a good movie because it, 
like I got really emotionally involved with the problems that that film portrayed. Being a journalist and then living in this fake news day of age, I want to transition out of journalism. I actually want to like be a storyteller who's more of like an activist or even transitioning what were what are supposed to be journalistic stories into art which is something that a lot of journalists are discussing today like whether journalism needs to go into art or not because it's so oversaturated with fake news for me i want to like tell stories that i'm passionate about like as a journalist and more documentary filmmaker to try and not be too much influenced by currents and like everybody else's opinions and always try to address the truth even though it may not be popular or um, what people want to hear but I think it's important that you dare to tell the truth. Try to um, help other women achieve their goals and make them visible, that's really important to me. Uh, I, I'm from a family with really strong women who has always been working really hard to yeah, achieve goals and career goals and in a male-dominated male work industry. Yeah, work yeah. industries, the film business. It, I think we need to have more women working in film to portray women characters more truthfully. I think it's super important to be like in places like this because how else are you are we gonna like get to know different types of storytelling if not in a film festival? And I think Tokyo International Film Festival is really good at programming alternative ways of storytelling in cinema. I just wish there would be more female representation in the program. Mm. Yeah. Well thank you guys. I have to wrap it up now. Thank you, thank you guys you. were amazing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Aliens and Moonbeams. I want to take this moment to ask you the same question I asked Sandra and Elizabeth. If Japan were a movie, what kind of movie would that be? What does it look like or sound like? Are there loud train bells or songs stuck on repeat? The voices of new friends or distant ones? Whether you're visiting or living in Japan, your experiences, the expectations, the realities, ranging from highs to lows to diagonals, are what Aliens and Moonbeams is all about. If you have a story, something like Pac-Man swallowing you whole, or you narrowly escaping just in time? Did your phone break? Or your heart? Aliens and Moonbeams wants to know, and wants to share your story. This podcast is about documenting what it's like to be foreign in Japan. And other places too. So, if you have a story about being abroad that you want to share, send it to aliensandmoonbeams at gmail.com. Write a small paragraph describing your story, how it affected your life in a big or a small way, and, if you feel like it, whether or not you identify as an alien or a moonbeam. I leave the interpretation up to you. 
Thank you all for listening. Tune in next time for more stories. To support the podcast, rate and review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends. And remember, as always, being an alien can be a human thing too. Ooh. Mm-hmm.